Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have got a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at at a holistic wealth framework. I'm joined by my great friend, Dave Walcott. Dave Walcott is an entrepreneur, a business owner, and an investor. Dave, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Hey, MC. Awesome to be here in person, live with you, and to connect with your listeners again. Yeah, this is fantastic. And by the way, you were part of the PodMax event that was at the, the studios. Um, how did you like that? I thought PodMax was a phenomenal opportunity for not only the guests who had arrived, but you know all of the shows, right, to increase exposure uh, across different platforms. Uh, phenomenal event and hang out with like-minded people it was excellent. How was that networking? It was, Phenom- <laughs> it was, it was phenomenal. <laughs> I love how we're creating something like that again, right? Being in person. I mean, that's what this business is all about. It's connecting with people meaningfully. So the chance to do that in person is excellent. Yeah, it's fantastic. And Dave came out the night before too, uh, which we had an event, my meetup group, and he spoke at the meetup group about uh, some of the topics that we're going to get into today, which was fantastic. So it was great to, to see you speak there and the folks really enjoyed you. Podmax was a blast. How good was that networking afterwards? <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> and we didn't mention the drinks either. No, no, no. Podcast uh, after dark, as uh, Erica Brawl calls it. So um, you were on the show before. That was a lot of fun. And I got so much good feedback from that show um, about what we talked about a little bit. But for folks that um, might not be familiar with that episode, by the way, if you've not checked it out, just go to cashflowninja.com, type in Dave Walcott and definitely check out that episode. But for folks not familiar with you and what you do, uh, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey yeah, with them? Yeah, absolutely, MC. So, uh, you know, I'll just give kind of a brief background. We covered more of it in the past, but um, really I grew up like a lot of listeners, right? Which was growing up in middle class. It was pounded into my head that, you know, go to school and get good grades was really the recipe for success, right? Unless you were some child prodigy and were a basketball star or a musician or something like that. Uh, So I forged down that path, really um, got into college. uh, From there, went into the Marine Corps. I did the ROTC program. Uh, Phenomenal opportunity to serve my country, uh, work with some other really dedicated, hard-charging people. Um, And what I found in the military that was amazing as well is that sense of purpose, right? Um, It was a really, really great sense of purpose that when I moved into the corporate world, I really kind of lost that, kind of just felt as a cog in the machine. Um, So I was kind of looking past that and trying to figure out, you know, you know, what, what could be the answer, right? How could I live the best version of myself? Um, and I, like many others, had the opportunity to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, which was really a pivotal time for me because I was able to just change the construct really, right? And yeah. see how does the world really, really work? Um, but the book really didn't have a playbook, Right. It just it it just gave you theoretically, hey, you know, this is the cash flow quadrant. If if, if you work on this right, you you can be going down a different path. 
Um, so what I did being kind of the entrepreneur is really, I tried to challenge the question of how do you really build wealth? Right. Right. And, and problem solve that, you know, what is it? So I set on, on this quest to, um, you know, learn as much as I could, increase my financial IQ, uh, constantly reading books. Um, this was even before the podcast days, about 20 years ago. Um, there's so many great resources out there today, but it was really just opening up my mind to the different possibilities of, you know, how, how, to, how to build wealth and what does wealth really mean? One of the things that you just said that um, is, uh, really is something that I thought about too is you mentioned the word purpose, right? And if you look at why people die is one of the, the top reasons, I think it's the number one reason is lack of purpose, right? Yes. Then it's lack of relationships because everyone around them has passed and then their money is, I think is number three or something. Right. If you look at it, so it was just so interesting that you, that you said that too because it gave me purpose and then I slightly lost purpose again, but I found it. You know, um, what were some of the, the other things in the military um, and lessons learned from it that has uh, contributed to the success in business and investing that you've had? You know, I think there's a real, um, you know, ability to test yourself um, in ways you hadn't even thought about before. Um, I always used to say that, you know, until you've been under fire in combat, then, you know, that's really the true makeup of what a person is really like, right? I mean, yeah. you, you don't see what happens. And typically in corporate America, when I saw, um, you know, having a career there, right, people would, you know, stab their uh, friend in the back to get the next promotion or kind of move ahead, right? right? You wouldn't find that in the military, especially the Marine Corps, uh, right. for sure, right? So uh, integrity is critical. Um, I think challenging yourself uh, personally, um, you know, also bringing that, that physical uh, sense into it. I think even Robert Kiyosaki said the Marine Corps was one of the most spiritual organizations he had ever, ever been in, right. right? Because of that sense of purpose and things. So I think there were some phenomenal uh, lessons learned there um, and that I was able to translate into, you know, my professional uh, background moving forward. The 1% grow their business and investments every year, regardless of the economy and marketplace and pay very little or no taxes legally. Besides having the right mindset, elite strategies and tactics, and the counsel of elite wealth advisors, coaches and mentors, they have access to opportunities that the rest of the population do not. If you're an accredited investor, we have a network that provides Cashflow Ninja listeners access to exclusive business and investment opportunities. To join our investors network, please apply at CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. That's CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. Yeah, it's uh, you bring up such a good point. It's It's got to be just strange when uh, folks return and they've seen combat, they've been in combat, somebody's shooting at you, and then you go into corporate America and someone is, you know, like you said, backstabbing his buddy to get the promotion or somebody, you know, crying because their boss is mean to them, basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a whole it, different world. <laughs> it's two different, completely different worlds. So right. one of the things is um, uh, your background is you're, you're a consultant. 
So you always look for patterns and frameworks and so forth. And you've been in the syndication business for a little bit, which we're going to jump into when we look at the overall framework too. But what were some of the things that stood out for you? Because there are a lot of folks that successful, and you and I have chatted about this, um, successful clients or successful investors. And then there are some folks that are less successful. What are some of the things that you saw? Right. I, I thought it was really fascinating that um, it was part of my plan to build this syndication business to really uh, try to educate others right, on how to build wealth really from a holistic perspective and, you know, contrary to con conventional wisdom and, and everything that's being espoused by Wall Street. Yeah. Um, so in that journey for the past year and a half and talking to many different investors, it was really fascinating, right, to understand, you know, why is it that, you know, some investors, once they're educated, they can realize that there's a completely different strategy, a different investment thesis, um, and they invest wholeheartedly. They've changed their strategy. I have one investor, he changed his entire strategy within 90 days, repositioned his entire portfolio. I mean, really massively um, and has done super well. He's, he is a strategic coach uh, <laughs> attendee, by the way. Um, and then I have other investors, um, a good friend of mine, for instance, I've known for over 15 years. He has over 200K sitting in a cash account and he's not he's not interested in investing in something like a real estate syndication because uh, they invested in single family in the past and it didn't turn out too well right <laughs> gotcha. so it, it's partially these limiting beliefs um, it's it's experiences from the past that people have and also I mean Warren Buffett talks about it all the time right you reduce risk based on your knowledge of what you know Right? right. So people just don't understand this. And the reason why no one has heard about, you know, real estate syndications is because Wall Street wants it that way. Right. Right. Go, go ask your financial planner. Right. If there's this other opportunity, right, to grow your wealth, that's, you know, non-correlated to the market. And MC, I mean, this is a really timely meeting, right? We, we have to talk about what just happened last week. The Dow down yep. 3,600 points yep. with the coronavirus. Um Bounced back a little bit yesterday. Uh, now it's down again today uh, as before. Um, but I got to tell you, I don't watch the market anymore. No. Right? I mean, yep. when you're when you're investing in assets like you know real estate, people need a place to live. Right. right? And you do that in, in in highly correlated job markets, population growth. I mean, people still are going to live somewhere. Right. Right. And 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 who wants the uncertainty? of your future, right, tied to something as random as some virus that just broke out, right? <laughs> On the other side of the world, yeah. Right. It's, uh, no, it's, it's, some, it's funny, somebody actually asked me too, so what do you think of the markets? And I said, I don't, I don't think about it. Right. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Well, because the strategy is, you know, markets go up, down, and sideways. If you have a great, solid strategy, it should work in all three. The tactics vary, but, it should be able to work on all three all three of them, right? Exactly. <laughs> so let's jump into this framework because one of the things that is so fascinating about money to me, it's fascinating. We When we think about health, right, we all know that um, you need to eat healthy, you need to sleep, recover, and you need to work out, right? That's basically, and you need to hydrate, obviously, and recover, right? But 
that's basically if you follow that quick little blueprint, you're going to be okay, <laughs> relatively, right? Um, if you work out a lot, but you eat very poorly, it's just not going to work. Your health is not going to be optimal. But yet when it comes to money, it's just fascinating that the majority of people focus, let's just say even if they save 10% per year, which they don't, most people do not save 10% per year. But let's hypothetically, let's get, let's conservatively say people uh, save 10% per year. Then they take that 10% and they try to multiply that money in the markets. And that's the strategy. But what about the 90 other you know, 90% of everything else, all of the mechanics, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the, the overall framework, which I love of the strategy and maybe start with one of the first, um, you know, one of the first pillars of this framework. Right. So it's really a holistic view of building wealth, um, you know, through all of my learnings and education and, and trying to talk to other investors and try to explain that this is really an alternative uh, investment thesis, right? The, the typical Wall Street version is to amass a certain amount of money, right? By the time you're, let's say, 65 at, at retirement age, then you start making your withdrawals at 4% a year. So mm -hmm. you start killing your golden goose. Um, you have no tax deductions uh, at that point. You're paying capital gains, um, on the highest amount, they typically don't tell you that there's getting fees, assets under management fees um, that are eating into that as well. Um, and gosh, what if you have a market correction like we just did right. and you're 65 or 70, right? right? And you don't actually have the time. Um, so, so this framework is really what the wealthy have been doing for, for many, many years, right? Yep. Um, and the first part of it that uh, I would describe really is that it all really starts with yourself, right? And, and you as a person and what is your vision statement? Um, a question I love to ask people initially is, you know, if you had all the money in the world, where would you be? Who would you be with? And what would you be doing? Right. right. It's a really introspective question because a lot of people think about money all the time is I, I need money for this. I need money for that. Um, but in reality, right, what what type of life do you want to live? What is the best version of yourself? And maybe some of those things don't even involve money. Right. It could be like increasing the relationship with your your kids or your family or friends. Right. And you can start doing that today. Um, but not until you've created this vision statement for yourself and then put actionable goals in place and start building habits to really achieve that. So from the, the framework perspective, I really like to start as an overarching thing with establishing that vision for yourself and what that really means to you. Um, you know, I think that's the, the first place to start. Um, and then we move into three different phases from there. My friend Brian Page has created a cash flow machine generating over $100,000 in six months without owning any real estate. His system consists out of renting properties from property owners and renting them out on Airbnb. His system is so simplistic, it can be managed by virtual assistants and yet so effective and 
powerful that it predictably generates cash flow every month. Brian and I are hosting a webinar where he shares his system and how it generated over $100,000 in six months for him personally. You can access this life-changing webinar at CashflowNinja.com forward slash BNB. This is one of the greatest cash flow opportunities I've seen since I've started my podcast. Again, the URL is cashflowninja.com forward slash BNB. I w- that is the most crucial po- uh, part, by the way, because I get a lot of questions. MC, is this a good investment? Is, should I be investing in this? And I usually respond, uh, well, what are, you look- what are you looking to accomplish? Where are you going? It would be the same thing as you and I just jump in a car right now and say, okay, let's go. You would say, well, buddy, where are we going? And it could be New York just up there, or we could do a cross-country drive to Los Angeles, but you would like to know where we're going. And I think it's a, it's the same thing. So is this X a good investment? Is Y? Well, where where what are you looking to accomplish? Which um, then takes us to the second pillar. Right. So, um, yeah. So again, just kind of expanding on this first phase, right, where it's uh, from a mindset perspective, I think um, part of that is is really overcoming some of those beliefs, right, that that could be uh, negatively impacting you in terms of what you could potentially achieve. Um, I think health is just you know, so important is your health actually energizing you, right, to achieve the goals that you want, want or or is it inhibiting you? Right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are being held back because they're having health issues. And obviously, the more you age, you just, you know, you hear about it, your friends having different issues and things like that. But if you focus and invest on yourself, um, you know, you, you should expect an exponential return. I mean, I typically look at it every minute or every dollar that I invest in myself, I expect a 10x return. And to this day, my biggest, my highest paying ROI has been investments in myself, right? Right. So I think the, and the investor looks at that type of mindset, which says, Hey, if I do this additional, you know, training or education or read this book in my free time, you know, I'm going to become that much more knowledgeable to create that much more value versus the cost of, you know, what it costs to do that. Right. I mean, taxes are the same thing, right? People say, oh, I'll just have, you know, I'll just do it on TurboTax or the lady <laughs> who's been doing it for 20 years can keep doing that. You know, it only cost me two grand, but well, you're missing the, the big picture. So I think the mindset is really critical. Um, and as we really move from there, right, it's, it's now, now that you have an open mindset, you're able to, uh, grasp and embrace these new ideas around your financial IQ, your mindset IQ, and also your health IQ, right? But if, if you can't get past that first part, like I, I have, I have so many investors I've talked to, they, they just, they're not even open to a new idea because of things that they've heard, right? From, from conventional wisdom and wall street and everything. Right. So, um, but once you're able to open your mind, you can, you can look at these other things, right, and, and really start to get educated and then make, make an informed decision for yourself that, wow, there could be another way, you know? This right. is really powerful. There's so many um, things that people hear, and initially they just go, no, no, that's not right. You know, one, one example is very wealthy people make um, more money every year, and they pay less taxes, almost no taxes. No, that can't be true. 
you know, we talk about other different ideas that people have that initially there's a pushback. No, no, there's just no way. There's just because they haven't changed that that mindset yet. So it's crucial to start here because that leads into, you know, what I just touched on tax strategy first, uh, the next pillar, right? But um, that ties into these type of ideas that you share. If you don't have those first two building blocks in place, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Exactly. So that's why I think it it is really important, the progression, right, of of how you learn these things. But as you start to learn that there's other different um, investment types, different asset classes that you could invest in, and different strategies, and now you've set your vision in place, uh, you can start to learn these things. I mean, people don't realize that, you know, taxes are the biggest, number one biggest wealth destroyer. It is your biggest expense that you have in life you know, whatever age you are, right? Well, I guess unless you're under 18, but, uh, you know, so, so doesn't that warrant investing in learning different strategies, right? Around, you know, tax, uh, tax efficient type of, you know, investments or structuring yourself, um, you know, in a tax efficient manner. And, Tom Wheelwright, you know, does a phenomenal job in his book. If you haven't read that book, I, I always highly re- recommend this book. Um, Tax-Free Wealth is his book. And he really talks about that the tax code is, is actually a roadmap to wealth. It's really a series of incentives, right? So for real estate, for instance, if we're investing in an apartment building, the reason why you're able to get tax efficiency through that is because you're providing housing, to yep. people who need it. Right. So it, it's nice because you're investing in a kind of a, a, a charitable and a giving way, helping people and communities. Um, and at the same time that, you know, that's why you're able to receive those tax breaks. Typically people just think about taxes from the standpoint that I need to get taxed because I have a W-2 job and I'm just paying my fair share. Right. But when you start, as Robert Kiyosaki talks about in the cash flow quadrant, if you're on the business side, in the investor side, you can really start to take advantage of some significant uh, tax savings. And and uh, MC, I mean, let's add this as well. I mean, people are always chasing yield. Right. Right. I mean, we're we're all trained to do that. This this investment is eight percent. That one's 15. That one's 19. It must be better. Right. Right. But just think if you could save conservatively 10%, 15% off of your taxes, off the bottom line. It's a multiplier. Right? It's a huge multiplier. Exactly. Yep. It's, and, that's, and that's the important thing about l- new ideas, you know, tax strategy, infinite banking, and so forth, that those are multipliers. Because if you, like you just said, reduce your taxes by 10 to 20% and put it in a safe vehicle, for example, that you don't lose any more money to now invest for cash flow in appreciating assets and, you know, people are going to need a place to live. It's a, it's a game changer. For sure. And you, you bring up uh, infinite banking. I mean, one of my favorite vehicles, um, again, a lot of people don't understand uh, what this is. I, I had fun talking to a financial planner uh, the other day and asked him, um, you know, what he thought about uh, whole life dividend paying uh, insurance policies. And he said, Oh, well, we, you know, we, we don't provide that. That's, that's too risky. We don't, we don't think <laughs> we, we, we don't have that in part in our portfolio. And really what he's really saying is they don't sell it. 
Right. They're, so they're not going to tell you that that's good advice to have. Right. Right. Cause there's no incentive there. So, um, but the phenomenal thing really about the infinite banking construct, right? If, if, you're, if you're not familiar with this, it's this concept of taking $1 and getting multiple returns, doing multiple things with the same dollar, right? So you, in, you invest into this policy. Um, the money grows tax-free over the long term. It's uh, passed on to your heirs tax-free yep. with no, no probate or anything. Um, it, it's also a nice way from an asset protection standpoint, right? It, it is considered an, within your life insurance policy, right? So, yep. so creditors aren't really looking at life insurance, right? So you have some protection from that standpoint. Um, and then the, the favorite thing that I really like about this is, you know, you're actually able to get liquidity from this, yep. right? So you can borrow policies typically 80 to 90% of the cash value that you put into the policy. Yep. Right. So, so now when we talk about this holistic framework and you say, Hey, I, you know, I just received a bonus this year, right? What, I mean, what am I going to do with that? Right. You want velocity on your money. So take that money, put it into your infinite banking policy, right? So there it's growing, you know, say roughly a, a 6% return. And then you wait for that next opportunity to come out. And now you leverage against that, and you're making a few, maybe, maybe making something off of the spread, right? Through yep. that arbitrage there. Plus, you're still getting all of the benefits that we talked about earlier. Absolutely. Right? And now you're investing in another asset class, right? So that's where bringing all these things together is just really exponential. But I love that liquidity standpoint from just always having your money working for you, always having some velocity to it right and then you know having that flexibility that's my sleep at at at, at night money right too yep. whereas you know if something happened you know god forbid there was a you know um health concern or, or or whatever it might be i know i have money right there that i can get within 24 to 48 hours and in the meantime it's working for me MC Lobster, you're the creator of the Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Coach at Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate infinite banking with their business and investments. To learn how you can create your own banking system to turbocharge your investments and business in 30 days or less, go to yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Yeah, absolutely. And you, t you touched on one of the pieces of it, which is so important to have down too, is your estate planning. Yes. You know, another one of the cornerstones. Um, and then if, maybe if you want to touch on that and then also talk about building your dream team and establishing a dream team. For sure. Um, you know, estate planning, I think there's a lot of uh, lawyers out there that, you know, uh, talk about this. A lot of folks talk about it. it. It's kind of a necessary, I think it's not really fun. right? <laughs> no. I, I remember, you know, several iterations of putting together a will with my wife and, you know, it's not a fun time. I mean, let's put it that way, but I mean, you know, challenge yourself, put it out as a goal, but you, you, you need to have some proper estate planning 
uh, in place, especially if you want to build your wealth, right? right? Um, Unfortunately, I know some people who have lost wealth, right? Because they weren't, their assets were not protected. Um, and the more wealth you bring, you know, you, you, you do get more exposure, right? As, as the kind of years go by and you, and the evolution of that, uh, can open you up to some things. So I think it's always critical to have the right asset protection in place, um, to protect yourself, protect your family. Um, so obviously I, I call it building a fortress around your mm-hmm. wealth, yep. right? Is, is kind of the way to look at it. So a key component there. Um, and then as part of this, right? This, this whole thing we talk about in phase two, it's really building a dream team. You know, I, I, I'm not the guy who's going to, you know, advise you on what's, what's the best uh, asset protection strategy to put in place. Right. But once you have the right attorney, right. Ask estate planning attorney who can help you do that. You have um, a life insurance, uh, right? Uh, only a top-notch qualified person, right? Who knows yep. how to build these things properly, right? You have someone like that on your team. Um, I include my doctor on my team, right? Uh, who who specializes in integrative medicine, right? Which I think is a very kind of holistic way to look at your health. Um, those are key things. Your tax advisor obviously key yep. player on your team. So as you can bring all these different people together, right, you're going to get more leverage through the power of the knowledge that they have, yep. right? And then also help to build you this strategy that's that's much more um, customized for you. You know, yep. whatever age you are, what your goals are, you know, what your family picture looks like, it's yep. key to just, you know, structure that around there. Yep, Absolutely. And this is the most important fun, uh, foundational building blocks. But just think about, just think about the worldview that you have and what you're going to do in your business or in your investments. If you have tax strategy in place, reducing your taxes by ten to twenty percent. If you have a family bank or a business bank through your infinite banking uh, concept and your strategy, your life insurance policy. If you have estate planning. So there's a peace of mind knowing that if something happens to you, that's taken care of, the money's in a safe place, and you're now reducing taxes. Now you're going on to the next phase to um, obviously repositioning some assets with this dream team, and maybe you'll lead us into that and, and talk a little bit about about that. Absolutely. That Yeah, that is really the third phase that, that we get to, which is really taking action. Uh, right now you've built this infrastructure in place. You've kind of been become educated, right, on on the different things that are out there, alternative to you know again what conventional wisdom is preaching, um, and we find that I mean ninety percent of Americans have their assets in two places. They're in qualified plans, four hundred one ks, IRAs, you know, in the market somehow, um, or it's in trapped equity in the house. Right. And I always love to point this out to folks that what what is the rate of return on equity in your house? Yeah. Always zero. It's zero. Right. It's always zero. Um, I I mean, I met a friend of mine who who had a nice liquidity event. He was lucky enough to uh, sell his business and, you know, went on to actually pay off the house because they didn't want to have a mortgage. Right. But if you leverage this strategy, you would you would actually get as much money, especially with where, where rates are today, right? Yep. You would leverage up your house, your existing house. You'd have a bigger deduction, yep. right, on your taxes. You'd take that money and then invest it into something like 
you know, real estate syndications, putting it into your life insurance policy, right? And then the cash flow from those would actually pay the debt service on that. And then meanwhile, you've got, you know, you're making maybe 10 to 15% return on your equity. Yeah. Right. So you could wipe <laughs> out your house if you needed to. Yep. So what is this concept of paying off your house, right? But it's it, it's really because, again, the, the size of the financial industry and what we've all been taught, right? So, and I understand where it comes from. Um, and, and I know your listeners here are pretty sophisticated, right? And that's what brings them here is to find, uh, you know, new ideas, right? And new ways to, to accomplish things. Yeah, absolutely. So there's... Um there's then obviously a big part that people should take action, right? Which is that third phase. So this is where, I, in my opinion, I could see a lot of people setting all this up, but this is where they get stuck, right? Of actually doing it. And you just basically said, you know, one, uh, one, one person that you know did all of this in 90 days, this asset repositioning, everything started investing. And then there's some folks sitting on it for a while, right? Not taking action. Exactly. And, you know, I, I'm not an advisor, right? I, I, I can't provide advice. Yep. Um, but what I, what I can do is I can offer you education, right, to learn about some of this alternative strategy. And it's, it's really an alternative investment thesis. And we say alternative, but it's just because you haven't heard about it. But I guarantee you the, you know, the wealthy, you know, if you have five, 10 million and more, yep. they, they understand how all of this works. Right. Yep. And, and they've been doing this for years, you know, back with the Rockefellers. Right. Um, so I encourage you to learn more, uh, explore more about this um, and get yourself educated so you can make an informed decision. Right. And then once you do that, you start to realize that, hey, my financial planner is only giving me telling me I've got a seven percent projection. Don't worry about the market. It dropped thirty six hundred points last week. But over the life, the long haul, you'll make seven percent. Right. But again, they're they're not always telling you about what's what's your tax bracket going to be when you retire. Right. right. You're, you're not going to have deductions. How, what is the impact of the assets under management fees that they're charging you? Right. But when we can kind of look at these strategies and you put all of these things in in place, um, I mean, it's a real game changer. And it's just been phenomenal to watch, uh, you know, people, how people are changing their lives yeah. and how much more opportunity that they see uh, for themselves by, you know, by creating really a different framework and strategy that's going to move the needle more than 7%. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Oh, yeah. And I love what you said, too, about the average rate of return. It just cracks me up, too, how that is sold, right, by Wall Street. Right. Well, the average rate of return, if you just leave your money in here long enough, is going to be 8% or 7% or whatever they're selling these days. And I always just joke and say the average rate of return, you know, if you and I you and I had 50 or let's just, let's just say we had $100, right, and we lose, we lose 50% of our money. Now we have 50 And then 
we make a hundred percent of our money. Well, now we're back to a hundred bucks, right? And we haven't even talked about the fees and right. you know, commissions right. and right. all that kind of stuff. But the average rate of return there is twenty five percent, because in two years, you know, yes, you may you 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 uh, had, had fifty bucks, you made a hundred percent, right? And mm-hmm. then you lost. <laughs> so it's just it's it's just so funny to me. But um, yeah, so this is definitely alternative and uh, an alternative strategy to a lot of folks that might not be familiar that there are other routes to take. The one thing that I also want to mention, Dave, is that you, let's go back to the beginning of vision. And I, I, I want Dave, I, and Dave is great with this. This is someone that eats his own cooking and he doesn't throw up. <laughs> so he, he, he actually does uh, what he teaches, and this is why he's such a great teacher. Um, if you don't mind sharing just you know how that vision that you had led you to make an investment, it's, I mean, uh, to, to, to get to your, your dream, right, of where you wanted to live, um, and who you wanted to spend time with, if you could give us an example of that, because you've got a fantastic one. No, absolutely, MC. Um, yeah, so my wife and I was part of our dream to um, have a house in Italy yeah. um, and to not be a tourist there, but to learn the culture, to learn the language, and to really get um, you know indoctrinated into the culture. So we, we had that vision for ourselves, and over time what we were able to do is actually, so we... We purchased a property, um, our first one, which was probably about nine years ago now. Um, we used the passive income coming off of one of our uh, real estate properties here uh, that pays for the mortgage that over there. Uh, we're able to do a family, family retreat once a year, so we go over there. Um, our travel expenses are tax deductible because we're going to see our asset. Um, and the other like phenomenal benefit is that you know, we have our kids in the business, right? And we've been teaching the kids the same strategy and, you know, to see them kind of grow and understand this alternative strategy right now is, is amazing. We just got my, my daughter, her first, uh, life insurance policy and she's set up there. She's interested in investing in, in, uh, real estate as well. So, so again, this is kind of an example, right? Where we, we, we set up our vision of, of what we saw, you know, would be great for us. And then by putting these different components in place, we we're able to realize that. It's fantastic. And teaching your children how you were able to do that. And now you're transferring that knowledge over. And you're a lifelong learner. We, we, we talk a lot about the things that we're learning and so forth. What have you been studying and learning lately? Uh, the thing that I'm most reading right now is uh, Brendan Bruchard's uh, book, uh, High Performance Habits, okay. uh, which I find is really fascinating. Um, there's this interesting concept, too, I'm kind of just uh, thinking about, too, which is internal drive and external drive. And I think I've always been born with an internal drive, being you know very uh, motivated internally, don't really need anyone to tell me you know what, what to be done. Um, but it's fascinating when you can add internal drive to external drive, right? And you get also that social uh, impact, right, of where you can go. So I'm constantly being motivated and inspired by my investors. Yep. Um, it's just amazing to see the progress that they're making. And again, just real, you know, life-changing impact when you start to forecast out you know, your life and your family's vision. And it's, you know, all of a sudden going from 7%, right, 
you know, up to something exponential, um, it, it, it's super rewarding. So um, I love always reading mindset books uh, and studying and trying to improve myself and what, what I can learn and then how can I share that with others to help others as well. Yeah, it's amazing to, to see to, to make an impact in other lives too. And as you mentioned, it keeps on motivating you, right? And, and contributes to the purpose that you exactly. have. No, it's fantastic stuff. So this holistic framework, uh, the Pantheon Holistic Wealth Framework, this is uh, an ebook that you've put together, um, and it's a fascinating read. Um, where can folks um, get a hold of this ebook, and where can they learn more about you? Where and where can they follow you? Thanks, MC. Uh, really easy. Just go to our website, which is pantheoninvest.com. Um, and for the, uh, the ebook strategy, you can download uh, a free copy of it, which is uh, Pantheon Invest um, wealth strat wealth-strategy.com. Fantastic. Well, this has been a blast having you on the show again, coming out here in person too. <laughs> 100% MC. Really, really appreciate it and grateful for the opportunity to speak with you and, and also the awesome listeners. And I, and I think it is important, right? Because, you know, your listeners, and, and I love your show, right? Because it's really a series of case studies if you think about it. Yeah. Right. So there's so many interesting people who've come on. They have different perspectives and, and all in that within that alternative lens. Right. Yep. So having the ability to hear those success stories and then for yourself to kind of formulate, hey, you know, what makes sense for me? Right. I really want to invest in that because it, it, it's fascinating and motivating to me. Right. What, what right. can I tie to? So. So I applaud you for putting that out there and bringing in such great guests and uh, honored to be here. Thank you so much. As always, you just provide so much value, and this has been a blast. Thank you, my friend. Awesome. Thank you, sir. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.